Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. The second hour of the show is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex has our office and printer offices. Office, printer, and supply needs covered. Yes, I butchered that read. I'm going to do it again. That's it's, okay. We'll be butchering, butchering it all night long when uh, Hugh takes us out when the Caps uh, close out the goal of the night. So. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, the second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex has our office printer supply needs covered. They do it all, and they could be doing it for you right now. we got to change that read around. That's uh, that's, that's, that's tough go. Uh, in this hour, Todd Nelson, the uh, now assistant coach of the Dallas Stars, former Edmonton Oilers head coach, uh, won a Calder Cup last year uh, with Grand Rapids, elected to uh, join Jim Montgomery's staff. We'll talk to him in 23 seconds time. A reminder, you can text us at 630-630 on our West Lock Ford text line. Go see Paul Olson at West Lock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers now, and uh, we're going to head off right now to our River Curry Resort Casino Hotline. River Cree has blood, sweat, and tears featuring Bo Bice, June 29th, at Nazareth, August 10th, tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. When he coached the Edmonton Oilers, head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, uh, Todd Nelson had a extensive music selection that in I, I he'd probably we'll ask him about it because I think it helped him sort of unwind after the game. Watched a little bit of video and then uh Suddenly, he was uh, listening, and we'll find out what sort of music he was listening to as well. Uh, we welcome back to the show the former head coach, of the Edmonton Oilers, now assistant coach uh, with the Dallas Stars, Todd Nelson. Todd, how you doing? Todd, you there? There Matt, we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. I just had to hit the right button there. You doing good? All right. Doing well. Doing well. Now, uh, first of all, just before we get to the decision to, you know, leave uh, the Detroit organization, when you were in the front of the plane, uh, I I think you had a little uh, iPod with you or whatever, what type of music was being played the most by you? Because I know you're a big big music fan. Well, you know what? I was going through an 80s hair band craze during the time, so I was listening to a lot of the uh, rock and roll, heavy metal 
hair band uh, groups of the time. So that was sort of your thing. That was your milieu back in uh, 2014. Boy, Reed Wilkins would be a big fan of that because he was a, a Def Leppard guy. So there you go. Yeah, Def, Def Leppard, Cinderella, you know, uh, groups like that. Molly Crew. Cinderella. Wow. Forgot about Cinderella yeah. back in the- Now, is that the sort of stuff you guys used to play up in Prince Albert? <laughs> I, think they, I think they still do, to be quite honest. Uh, it was like a time warp when I went back to PA about three, uh, two years ago. I thought I was back in the 80s, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet you guys still listen to that stuff up there. I'm gonna, ha- you know what? We're gonna have uh, Dave Manson just got named assistant coach uh, with Jay Woodcroft down in uh, Bakersfield, and as you know, he'd been yeah. he'd been coaching the Raiders as a uh, uh, last several years. I'll have to ask him what, what sort of music they come out. I mean, I, I hey, I like stuff from the '70s, the '80s, the '90s. Uh, some of the stuff from the 2000s. Uh, by the way, on Sirius Satellite Radio, they just added you two. After all of these years, they finally added the U2 experience. So, uh, you know, yeah. they just need, if they could just have like a tragically hip as well, that'd be pretty good as well. All right, so 80s hairband at the uh, at the front of the plane during your time as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, there you go. Uh, you know what, Bob? I kind of mixed it up, though. From that, I'd go to something like, uh, I listened to some, um, some country, uh, some Dean Martin's thrown in there. I had... A very extensive playlist. So was pretty much all over the map. Because you're in Oklahoma City, and you're also in Atlanta. So the country stuff for sure, but I mean, I'm sure wide ranges of music, right, for all the different stops. And then Detroit, working for the Detroit organization, years in Grand Rapids, a little bit of Motown as well. So there you have it. Yeah. Todd, how difficult was this uh, for you? Because you'd been, you know, Percolating is the term that Ken Holland uses. You go from being an Edmonton Oilers head coach, uh, you take the job with uh, uh, Ken Holland, a great general manager, Detroit, a strong organization. You guide them to the Calder Cup last year. Uh, obviously, you know, you got an extension, a salary increase, all that stuff amongst the highest paid coaches in the AHL. Well looked after. So why the decision now to go? Because you had other opportunities to go back to the NHL as an assistant coach. Why was Jim Montgomery in Dallas the right fit for you? Well, you know what? Like, as you mentioned, I had a few different options. And uh, I was just hearing people out. And uh, at the end of this season, I think I guess just got to the point where I wanted to, wanted to do something different. And um, I've coached in the American Hockey League as a head coach for eight years now. And with that being said, that's great. But, but I didn't want to get labeled just being an American Hockey League head coach. I, want, I wanted to uh, maybe di- diversify my resume a bit more, uh, get some more NHL experience. And Jim Montgomery and I play together in Hershey. And uh, over the years, we go to coaches clinics or seminars, We've always talked hockey, and we've always had the same uh, sort of philosophy. And so when he called me up, he goes, I want you here. He goes, I want you to be my right-hand guy. He goes, I need your help. You know, I, I haven't coached pro players before. Uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. And plus, I talked to a lot of different people about this. Bob, in fact, I even talked to you about this. Right. It was a very du- a tough, tough decision for me. And uh, I just thought that it's a great opportunity. I'm going to a team that has some talent. I could win some games that I thought maybe underachieved a bit last year. And, um, you know, like it's just the next chapter in my life. 
Todd, one thing that's interesting is one of the things that your teams, at least in the American Hockey League, have been able to do, and I think during your uh, tenure in Edmonton as well at the end of 2014-15, is I believe you bred some offensive confidence in your players. So how do you do that? Explain that to our listeners, how a coach can get his team to play with offensive confidence. Well, I think you have to give a guy a second chance from time to time. I think that there's always going to be mistakes, but if a player's out there playing and he makes one or two mistakes and then he sits down on the bench, people might, people might say that that's holding the guy accountable. But also, with that being said, if you give that player like a second chance or third chance, he may surprise you. And so I think you got to use that as a fine line. I think that if a player keeps on doing the same thing, obviously you have to sit him down. But, but I think that if you keep on throwing him up, or throwing him out there, I think that shows that um, shows the player that the coach has confidence in him, and it's a two-way street, and uh, it seemed to work well for me over the years. Um, and also, like you know, you always want your players to be creative, and uh, that's something that you can can teach as well. Like you can teach uh, creativity, and um, I think it's just a two-way street between between the coach and the player. To be quite honest, how do you teach creativity? You know what? Through system work, you can. You know, for instance, you guys all saw when I was in Edmonton, uh, some of the creativity things we did, running three or, three or four guys high in the offensive zone. You know what? That gives the guys more confidence in that area, not to turn over the puck. And I think, you know, just talking to the players every day about offensive capabilities of what to do with the puck in certain situations and showing them that you have confidence, I think that teaches them. I'm just uh, Todd Nelson joining us, now an assistant coach uh, with the Dallas Stars organization. Won a Calder Cup last year. I want to ask you about a guy that is, when we were in Detroit, and and full disclosure here, Todd, Detroit uh, handled the Oilers pretty easily here in Edmonton. I think they won 4-0. It was a Sunday afternoon game. The Oilers weren't very good that game. And then Edmonton went into Detroit and bombed them 6-2. And Anthony Mantha was a guy that uh, got his minutes cut and you had Anthony in 15-16 in the American Hockey League and he's got some talent big, you know, 6 foot 5 guy 225 pounds, he can fight um, but he's not always on how challenging was that for you to to handle Anthony and try to get the most out of him well that was my project when I took over the job that was one of the things that was mentioned they said you have to get him going and uh it was a project where it took some tough love. You know, I sat him out one night because he was late, late for practice, and it was an ongoing thing that I found out. And, you know, it was a situation where he was really upset. We are going through, that was at the start of the year, where we finally got to 500, so it was a, kind of a risky move, but I had, had to do it for the betterment of the team. But it really sunk in with, with Anthony, and I just had to keep on talking to him every game. Move your feet. Move your feet. Uh, you're not moving your feet out there. That was the biggest thing with Mantha. He's a big guy, and sometimes he looks, he looks like he's floating out there. But when he moves his feet, he has a really good hockey game. And he just had to be reminded a lot. And after a while, he started to be more consistent with it. And then, you know, it was one of those situations where it all kind of clicked at the start of uh, my second year there. 
And he obviously got her going. Evgeny Svechnikov, who the Edmonton Oilers, and I'm going to go back to the 20, and I'm going to talk about the uh, the Griffin-Reinhardt trade a bit coming up further in the show. But Evgeny Svechnikov had Edmonton held the number 16 pick. They were looking at Joel Eriksson. They were looking at Evgeny uh, Svechnikov. You had him this year. Um, you know, this was... Actually, you've had him for the last couple of seasons, and he had a, a far better year la- last season. He scored 20 goals, 51 points for you, helped you win a Calder Cup. He went through some tough times this season. Maybe, uh, you know, tell our listeners about where this player's at. This is a first round draft choice for Detroit in 2015. Pretty exciting prospect. Yeah, you're right. It was a very difficult year for him uh, last season. You know, he came into training camp, he came into. Uh, uh, the start of the season, um, really excited, and um, we're playing an exhibition game in Chicago. And all of a sudden, he got hurt, and he was he was out for the the start of the year. And from there, he just did, did not recover until after Christmas. And it was, I don't know what it was like. He was putting so much pressure on himself. He's he's always the hardest on himself, and uh, so like, we really had to you know talk to him and and try to get him. Um, you know, if he made a mistake out there, he was looking over his shoulder, and there was no reason to, you know, but it was just the way that he is. And uh, so it was a very up-and-down season for him, but he has tremendous upside. He's big, he's strong, he handles the puck well down low, uh, and when he hangs on to the puck, you can't take it off him. I think maybe it was just a sophomore slump, to be quite honest. Like, hopefully he has a great year coming up this year, but it was certainly a, a down season for him. And I want to ask you, Todd, about uh, Philip Ronick, uh, Czech-born defenseman. Red Wings got him in the second round of 2016. This guy had a pretty big year for you offensively in Grand Rapids. How uh, how close to the NHL is he? He's very close. Yeah, um, at the start of the year, well, first off, he got off to a, a tough start. And it started in the, in the Traverse City Prospect Tournament. I think he was minus five his first game. <laughs> And he's another guy that's really hard on himself. And I don't know if that's what it was, because it took him a while to recover from that. Right. Uh, but as the season went on, um, he was getting better and better. And then all of a sudden, around January, February, I thought that maybe he reached the ceiling for this for the year. And then he took it to a whole different level. And, um, you know, he's definitely put himself in a good spot to make Detroit next year. I know that they're looking for their right-handed defenseman that can play the power play. Um but he's dynamic, and, and he really improved. Uh, he's not very heavy, but he plays he plays a gritty style, and he tries to get underneath the skin of the other, the other team. And so he's a guy that certainly wants it. He's, he's going to play. It's just a matter of when. We're joined by Dallas Stars assistant, Todd. Are you technically the associate? You're the assistant. What's the official title there, Todd? Uh, it's, it's assistant. Uh, Jim Montgomery didn't want any associates, so... Uh, he just wants everybody, everybody to be even. Give me a thought on uh, keys to power play success, because you've always had pretty good power plays wherever you've gone. Well, first off, simple. Have a net front presence. Get shots going to the net. Create uh, some chaos, because you always score in the second or third opportunity. Also, when you shoot the puck, you shoot with a purpose. And rule of thumb is something has to be moving. If your feet are not moving, the puck has to be, and vice versa. That's R- my scoop. There you go. Todd, great stuff. Uh, congrats on the new opportunity. We'll see you Wednesday night down in Dallas and when Gil Scott can buy. That's right. Looking forward to it, Bob. All right. Take care, Todd. See you later. All right. You bet.
That is one of the good guys in the business, Todd Nelson, and uh, goes in as an assistant coach. He'll get his opportunity. I, I, I still could see Todd Nelson by next summer being an NHL head coach. I think he's going to get his opportunity. He's just, he's not, um, you know, he's, there's a lot of substance there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of substance there. It's real. It's honest. Um, he did a he did a pretty good job during a difficult time at Edmonton. Had a hot power play, no question, in January and February when he came in here. The orders were the orders had some broken players at the end of the 2014-15 season, and there was some patchwork made uh, at that time. And uh, it was uh, it was interesting to observe and watch. Uh, went back and the Detroit organization won a Calder Cup last year. Felt the time was right. I got to tell you, Brendan, uh, Jeff Blaschel. You know, you could clearly tell he spent time with Mike Babcock. But you got it's interesting because he sounds like Babcock, but there is only one Mike Babcock. And Mike is a really good coach. I think we all know that. It's interesting in Detroit. I wonder what's going to happen there. I mean, vote, you got the vote of confidence, right? The GM, the head coach. Uh, Blaschel did a real good job. It's got to be stated. Did a real good job with the U.S. team at the World Hockey Championship. Uh, put it this way. He got more out of his team than Bill Peters got out of Canada. Uh, Canada basically had one line that showed up, and they had some guys missing, including several of the New York Islander guys had tough uh, tournaments. Uh, 121 in Edmonton. We haven't read any texts on our Westlock 4 text line, and our friend... The Chiseler out of Vegas. Brendan, he's a little bit nervous down 2-1. Oh, he should be. He should be? Definitely. Definitely? We'll get to those when we return in orders now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 125 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, three locations downtown, south side and north side. Go see Don and the staff at Japanese Village. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. All right, here it is. The Chiseler. He's based in Vegas, once lived in Palm Springs back in the day. A former Junior A goaltender in these parts. Uh, Bob, not sleeping well, uh, but I'm uh, definitely your biggest fan. Not able to be the other guest on your show, though. Sometimes, if you want it, you got to go get it. As for being under six feet, uh, on that note, if that's the case and if games change, you definitely could still impact or be an impact player for the Stony Plain Eagles. No, I could not. I don't think I ever could have been. Uh, mind you, the Blair's a hero was pretty good, and I don't recall him playing at the highest level in hockey, but he was a heck of a stony playing eagle back. They called him Zeus. He was a quarterback for the Alberta Golden Bear football team. He's a really good senior hockey player. Uh, Arizona is evasive, or no, wait, evasive. 
The league is happy, especially with Vegas hoisting. And Bob, one more thing, never use the word parody again. <laughs> oh, the chiseler. And hey, he adds one thing for BU. He says, BU, you nervous tonight? Because you should be. Why should I be nervous? <laughs> Capitals looked pretty good last game. Yeah, you know what? I Until Holt, they almost threw it away. But he, he's played very well. Jack and myself um, were flying back from Buffalo right as the game started, so we missed the entire game. But I met a wonderful couple, by the way, on the plane. They were sitting next to me, and both doctors. Uh, so Alex and Colleen, and uh, very... Uh, uh, not much older than you, Brendan, to be. Uh, wow. Yeah, they were. doctors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes me feel great about what I'm doing here, Bob. <laughs> Chatting with you today. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. Oh, hey, there's lots of guys. Uh, I got the sense talking to Alex a bit that he wouldn't have minded switching jobs. Uh, they, they did like Doctors Without Borders or whatever. Okay. Well, that's uh, some pretty cool life experiences there. So, yet again, a conversation where I actually listened, which is which is hard for me. We got a ton of texts coming in. We're going to get to the them. We're going to hear from Ty Smith and Oliver Wallstrom. Uh, who should we run tomorrow, by the way? Uh, maybe Bouchard and... Hughes. And uh, Quinn Hughes, we got some Jack interviews as well we can get to uh, from our work in Buffalo. We'll, we'll get to those over the next uh, two or three days. But right now at this time, we're going to go off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Uh, back with your text, and uh, we'll hear from a couple of the prospects uh, for the top 10 of the NHL draft coming up. This is Orders Now.